Black implies white. Self implies other. Life implies death, or shall I say, death implies life. You can feel yourself, not as a stranger in the world, not as something here on probation, not as something that has arrived here by fluke, but you can begin to feel your own existence as absolutely fundamental. I'm not trying to sell you on this idea in the sense of converting you to it. I want you to play with it. I want you to think of its possibilities. I'm not trying to prove it. I'm just putting it forward as a possibility of life to think about. So then, let's suppose that you were able every night to dream any dream you wanted to dream. And that you could, for example, have the power within one night to dream 75 years of time. Or any length of time you wanted to have. And you would naturally, as you began on this adventure of dreams, you would fulfill all your wishes. You would have every kind of pleasure you could conceive. And after several nights of 75 years of total pleasure each, you would say, well, that was pretty great. But now let's, um, let's have a surprise. Let's have a dream which isn't under control. Well, something is going to happen to me that I don't know what it's going to be. And uh, you, you would dig that and come out of that and say, wow, that was a, a close shave, wasn't it? Then you would get more and more adventurous and you would make further and further out gambles as to what you would dream. And finally, you would dream where you are now. Dream the dream of living the life that you are actually living today. That would be within the infinite multiplicity of choices you would have. Of playing that you weren't God. Because the whole nature of the Godhead, according to this idea, is to play that he's not. So in this idea then, everybody is fundamentally the ultimate reality. Not God in a politically kingly sense, but God in the sense of being the self, the deep down basic whatever there is. And you're all that, only you're pretending you're not. Welcome to Wonder Soul, episode three. I am Bearded Buddha, or Lucas. And um, that was a speech or lecture by a philosopher named Alan Watts. A couple nights ago, I watched a movie called Zen Dog. It's an independent film. I rented it on Google Play. It's like an hour and a half. And it tells the story about this guy who is working on a tech startup of some sort he's doing like this virtual reality uh business where you can be 
in places like Paris and New York and all these famous, you know, places that people would love to travel and go explore. And um, but you just put on a VR headset and you're supposed to experience it like you're there. Um, and it's a kind of cool idea. I, I, I get what he was going with. And um, but this guy, he's pretty straight edge. He doesn't do anything like he doesn't go out. He's he doesn't have a girlfriend. He doesn't really drink, do any kind of drugs, really hang out with anybody else but himself. Um, but he's he's having these nightmares, these reoccurring nightmares, and they're always the same thing. And it's like the business that he's trying to create has gotten bigger. So imagine one of those corporate office skyscraper type businesses that you might stumble upon when you're walking the streets of like New York City, right? And uh, I guess it's the one that he is working on now, but it's like, it's a lot bigger. It's like a corporation now. So he's, he's walking into work. He goes into this guy's office, like a coworker of his, and the guy shoots himself, like with a shotgun, bam, and kills himself in front of him. And he's been having that dream almost every night wakes up in like cold sweat breathing heavily heart racing so his cousin comes into town and his cousin stays with him um and his cousin is the opposite of this guy but he notices him one night having a nightmare and he's like hey man have you ever heard of lucid dreaming it's basically where you um you have control over your dreams it's like you know you're dreaming you can do these reality checks and um like certain things in dreams they they just don't add up like numbers clocks you look at your hands there's supposed to be these little checks that you'll be able to, to you know let yourself know that hey i'm dreaming this is not reality I don't know if any of you guys have seen the movie Inception, you know, they do stuff like that. Like I think Leonardo DiCaprio, he has a little, that spinning top and, um, you know, if it keeps spinning that, you know, that's not realistic that, so it must be that he's in a dream. Um, so this, his cousin buys him this, um, this like herbal organic tea, quote unquote, and he drinks it and it's supposed to help him. And he, he kind of walks him through what he should do to try to lose a dream. Anyways, I'm not going to spoil and go through the whole movie. But it's just about this guy who starts living the life that he would um, if, he, if he chose to. Um, I guess given the opportunity. It's like he sees himself and he is still him but different. Um, that's hard to explain. Like he's more confident. He's taking risk. He's trying things. He's, he's meeting new people. He meets a girl. He's doing all these things that he wishes he would do in, in his real life. And throughout the movie, it's narrated, um, by Alan Watts. It's inspired by the, some of the teachings, um, and speeches of this, this philosopher, Alan Watts, who, you know, is actually not too old. He's, um, let me just pull up just to make sure. Um, yeah, he was born in 1915 and died in 73. So he was only 58 when he passed away. 
which is unfortunate. But um, a couple years ago, about a handful of years ago, I came across this video that was labeled like, uh, what would you do if money was no object? It's about a five minute long video. It's uh, a recording of one of his lectures that he gave to one of his classes and he asked them, or he's telling them about when he asked this other class, like, what would you do? Like, what do you really want to do in life? And some people said they would like tame horses, they would paint, be poets, artists, they would do all these things. Those are the true passions that these people want to um, do on a day-to-day -day basis. It would be amazing if they got paid for it. It made a it turn a hobby into a career. And so he he rounds it up after he hears everybody's um, answer, and he tells them, well, you know, do that, and you know, forget the money. Basically saying, do not, do not base all your plans uh, and your life around doing the things that are going to make you the most money, but not make you the most happy. All right. Um, and that was a seed that got planted into my mind. Um, like I said, I just stumbled across it. That was probably the first time I ever heard anything from Alan Watts. And I didn't think really too much about it. But it was almost like this seed was planted in my subconsciousness. And ever since then, everything I would do as far as a job or however I spent my time or you know anything I was thinking about as far as what I wanted to do with my life, at a certain level, that thought from that speech that he gave would rise to the surface. It was until after I got, well, no, while I was in the military, there was a lot of times that I would look a little bit more into his work and stuff. And, but it wasn't really until uh, a handful of years did I get out and um, I really got into his, his work. I started watching YouTube videos. There are, you know, different speeches from him with different topics. Um, I started buying some of his books off of Amazon and just started listening and reading and learning and listening to this man and all he had to say. And um, just from the one that I played at the beginning, like the way he talks, his voice, the way he explains things that most of the time when others have tried to explain those subjects it gets lost. It's they they don't know how to bring it to a relatable, understandable uh, plateau for everyone to kind of you know find somewhere in it that they go okay I understand what you're saying. And I have always had a huge respect for philosophers of all kinds. Um, they're almost like the scientists of life. You know what I'm saying? It's like they're the people that have dedicated their life to asking those big questions and even those small questions, but just like what is the purpose of life? What is the meaning of life? How should one live their life? What is good? What is evil? You know, where do we come from? Where are we going? Uh, how do we treat each other? How do we treat ourselves? 
all these questions that, you know, I, I feel like in this day and age, with all the information we have at our fingertips, um, we don't really think to, to look for. Or if we do, it's at a church, it's at a hospital, it's in, it's in a classroom, at a school, you know, and we just take those things and don't ask any other questions. We don't seek answers um, any other way or any other place. And there's a lot of great, um, I guess, talkers, <laughs> speakers, uh, writers, uh, thinkers that it wasn't until I, I was introduced to Alan Watts did I start exploring many others and just started to soak up all this wisdom. Now, I'm not the perfect example of everything that these these teachings have taught uh, me and anyone. Uh, I don't completely live those words out in my life. I, I wish I did, um, but I'm aware of them. And, it, and it's the seeds that get planted that are up to you to nourish and grow. Um, but it's made me more conscious of those ideas and those concepts. Um, Alan Watts, he had been a priest. He had looked into Buddhism, Taoism, Zen. He, and he, he really pretty much took religion uh, Eastern philosophy and Western philosophies and just kind of like experimented in all of them and brought bits and pieces from each one, but mainly like Eastern philosophies like Buddhism and stuff and brought them to America to people that, you know, wouldn't normally come across them. And, it, and he explained it in a way where you could understand and you could apply it um, in, in modern day in, in modern life. Um, he was the reason technically for me to get introduced to people like the Dalai Lama, uh, different concepts on meditation, um, mindfulness, which is popular these days, uh, these days, um, a lot of new age kind of topics that, especially somewhere here in the Bible belt, which is, you know, it's hard to find and find others that, you know, are interested in those, those topics and those ways of thinking, but um, he introduced me to those. Like something like Buddhism isn't really technically a religion, but more of like a way of life or a way of, uh, you know, just living. Um, let me just give you an example of what how to explain Buddhism. But Buddhism is, um, now it says it is a religion. So I guess when people think of religion, it, they think of like, you uh, worship and uh, believe that there's a God or a higher being or something like that. And so I guess that's what I meant earlier by it's not technically a religion, but it's saying that Buddhism is a religion to about 300 million people around the world. The world, the word comes from Budai to awaken. It has its origins about 2,500 years ago when uh, I cannot pronounce that word and I will not try to because I do not want to uh, wreck that word. But uh, basically, it's saying to many, Buddhism goes beyond religion and is more of a philosophy or a way of life. It is a philosophy because philosophy means love of wisdom. 
And the Buddhist path can be summed up as one, to lead a moral life, two, to be mindful and aware of thoughts and actions, and three, to develop wisdom and understanding. So, how does all this tie in? I don't know if you even like caught on, but Alan Watts is the subject of this episode. Now, him as a person, I do not know everything about his life from birth to death, and therefore I'm not going to make the attempt to go through all these like facts and Wikipedia things on him. If you would like to, by all means, go for it. I'm actually current, currently reading a book called The uh, Collected Letters of Alan Watts, which is more of a personal life uh, look at the man and what he how he interacted with his loved ones and friends and just his personal thoughts that were not in front of a, a crowd of people or in a classroom or in any of his books or writings. And, um, but he has done so much for me in changing the way I look at my life, the life of others, the world, the universe, everything. Um, He's definitely a mentor of mine. Um, and I really want other people to know about him. And I can only tell you so much. With someone like him, I can I can tell you, hey, this is who he is. This is what he's done for me. This is what he's all about. But it's really on you to look into it and take time to maybe listen to a couple of the videos on YouTube or um, read some of his books or some of his work. Uh, even just look up Alan Watts quotes. I'm telling you, these these words, his way of, he was a master of words. And words are so powerful and they can have such a an effect on you. That's why, you know, I love music. Not just instrumental music and like the sounds and the beats and everything, but just the poetry, the sound, the, the voice, and how people use their voice in such a beautiful manner, in a relatable manner. And he just had a way of just speaking that I could listen to his talks over and over and over again. And, and the funnest thing about it is if there's anything in your life or any questions that you've been pondering or are curious about, I'm sure he's discussed something related to, or if not, that specific thing. And um, let me see. He, he speaks on a lot of things like, uh, like, be here in the now. Like, do not worry and, and, and lose yourself in your thoughts. And, and say you have an appointment next week that you're a little anxious and worried about. You know, worrying about that takes you away from the here and now. You're you're living today. You're alive, breathing, like even as you listen to this. But if your mind is somewhere else, like in a future event that hasn't even occurred yet, and you're thinking about, oh, I wonder if it's going to, how this is going to go or, you know, blah, blah, blah. You're getting yourself all antsed up and then it happens and then, then you're on to the next thing. You know, we're constantly worried about that next thing. It's like we've been conditioned through schooling, at least here in America, like the public education system, of this just always the next thing. Okay, I'm in first grade, but now it's second grade. 
third grade, you know, I'm 16, I'm gonna get my license, I'm 18, I'm gonna do this, I'm 21, I'm gonna do this. It's always, what's the next thing? Okay, now I'm out of, you know, high school. What's the next step? What's the next thing? Just checking stuff off. And not even really enjoying life on a day-to-day basis because we're always focused on that next goal and objective that's in the, like, over the horizon. And he just speaks about, you know, being aware of your thoughts, listening to your mind, in a way gaining control over your, your mind and your brain, and, and keeping yourself in the present. That, yeah, it's okay to plan ahead and, and be aware of things that are, you know, coming up, but to be so focused and concerned that you're forgetting what you're doing now, it's, it's just not going to do you any good. It's like he he explains in certain talks, like you're saving all this money for retirement. You're just working, working, working. You're like, oh, I'm going to be happy on this day at this time, at this age. And then on that, when all that lines up and you're that old and it's that day and you've gotten all your money saved up and uh, you're going to wake up and feel cheated. You're going to wake up feeling no different than you did before but you're you've placed your chips on this as as like you're um, gonna feel different or feel satisfied Um, but that's because this whole time you've been looking forward and 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 concentrating on that event and it also you know goes back to your past like your past and your future are our thoughts they're in your head now because really Everything is now. Even 20-something minutes ago when I started this episode, that's in the past. This is currently now, you know? And when this episode's over, that's in the future. But I will. I can only know one thing, and that's now. Um, so that's very helpful, especially when you're getting anxious or have anxiety or worries. That relates to mindfulness and meditations and how you can pay attention to your thoughts and emotions and just breathe and breathe out and just try to hone in and, and, and be able to tell or be able to recognize certain patterns um, of thinking that you have. Like when you start thinking about this, but then it goes off to this and then it, and then it you know just keeps spiraling up or down, right? To just be aware and, and know yourself, uh, you know. And that goes to, um, he also speaks about the ego and how basically we are a uh, combination of uh, pretty much anything around us and uh, anybody around us any, that we're all connected that I don't know who I am without knowing who you are. And you don't know who you are without knowing who I am. Because the only way to do that is to compare and contrast. Is that I'm only tall if you're shorter than me. You know? It's just kind of... He, he speaks about this um, letting go of your ego. Letting go of those things that we get so caught up in. And, it, you know, when he was speaking earlier about the um or when i mentioned about the you know what if money was no object that's that's an example it's like we have been taught like this is what will bring me success this is what will bring me happiness and to say in putting all of our chips on that 
But really, it doesn't, it's not that it doesn't matter, but just remember that these are man-made constructs and that this is really just all make-believe and that we have this social contract with each other where we agree this is how we're going to do things and this is how we're not going to do things, right? But, but really, you need to bring yourself back into, like, who cares what the norm is? If people say that you're only successful if you have this big of a house, this nice of a car, this attractive of a spouse, uh, this type of career, you know, this kind of money, they're wrong. They're, they're wrong. And, but if that does make you happy, then nobody can take that away from you. But if, you know, but if you know in your heart and in your soul that that's really not what's important to you, don't waste your time and energy trying to convince yourself otherwise. Because you will leave yourself um, discontent, dissatisfied, unhappy. Because you, you, you're doing things that you think are supposed to make you happy, but really are not. And um, so he talks a lot about, the, see, like that kind of subject matter. Where, you know, I grew up in a Catholic family. Um, I went to uh, a Church of Christ uh, church with uh, a friend of mine. I, um, you know, I've dipped and dabbled in so many different beliefs, um, churches and religions. Because I, like Alan Watts, I feel like it, it's not that one is right, but it's a combination of certain ideas from each one that when you use them together paints a much clearer and, and better picture. And that, you know, I, no matter what your beliefs are or, you know, your religion, this is not an attempt to, um, convince you otherwise or say that you're wrong and I'm right or either way. No, I respect those and I hope you respect mine. Um, I'm just saying to open your mind to other possibilities that, you know, listen to other people's opinions, listen to other people's, uh, thoughts on, on this whole thing we call life on this world, uh, this universe, because, uh, you know, a lot of people, they're raised a certain way and they just take those certain things as, um, as what, what was I going to say? I guess as just like, yo, I don't even need to waste my time. This is my religion. This is my belief here. This is it. You know, I'm going to just live out the rest of my life doing this. And I think that I, you know, I should, I encourage you to just be curious, to just listen to different things from different religions, different ideologies, and, and just kind of see if anything clicks with you. Cause you'll be surprised. I, I mean, I, I wasn't really looking to get into anything like that. I mean, I've always liked philosophy, like deep thinkers. Um, those things have interest me, but I wasn't on this crusade to find a new religion or a new way of life. But I knew that I needed to change some things. And I knew that I needed that my way of thinking up to that point was um, it wasn't working. And I wasn't really I didn't really have a foundation that to stand upon. Um, and, and therefore I had to re-examine some things and, you know, honestly, 
Alan Watts is one of the people, if not the person, who triggered that whole wave of change for me. Because because of that speech that has echoed through time and, and, and reached my ears, reached my mind and my heart and my soul, I, it, it brought me to look deeper into different things, to stumble upon new ideas that I was not aware of before. Um, meditation, stuff like that. I mean, I don't know how many of you guys know, but meditation is becoming a, a, a pretty big thing now. Um, people are looking into it uh, as far as mindfulness, like breathing techniques, trying to like, who calm down because everybody has this anxiety and this worry. And it doesn't really make sense to me because of the world that we live in. I mean, sure, it's smaller in the sense that we're all connected, but there's just so much information and noise coming at us every day. And um, we have all these luxuries and everything's so much easier to um, to access and use um, that it, it, it really, it, I wonder if it bothers you as much as it bothers me to why are we more worried then? Why are we more anxious and, and have this anxiety? Um, about over a year ago, I had uh, my first and only, thankfully, panic attack. Um, I was in a Wendy's drive-thru and all of a sudden I just felt sick to my stomach, uh, claustrophobic. I was in, I was in my vehicle and just like really freaked out, like almost felt like I was going to die. And there was really nothing that triggered it, but I had, was really stressful, uh, or I was really stressed out at the time. I was quitting tobacco and stuff. I was tr trying to make some life changes and uh, break some habits of mine. And I think that all, you know, overwhelmed me to the point where I just lost control. I let my mind just freak myself out. And to have those uh, physical uh, reactions or symptoms to my brain stressing and worrying... I, I knew I had to do something and I'm not a person who wakes up, sits, uh, you know, cross, uh, Indian, Indian style on my floor and, and hums and meditates with my fingers a certain way. And, and I, I want to though. And I, I really do because I, whenever I've tried meditation and like there, I have, uh, they have guided meditations on YouTube. There's a lot of different apps and different. It's easier when you want something. If you want to look for something, when you start really looking for it, you'll find it. You know, you've heard the saying where there's a will, there's a way. And that's true. And that can be applied to so many different aspects of your life. But whenever I did do these guided meditations, I literally felt this, this impact, this sense of relief and it's, it's carried over in my day-to-day -day where I can start to realize when I'm getting frustrated, when these emotions are rising to the surface, and just what things are making me happy and what things are actually making me um, um, worse off as far as like what I considered to, you know, what I placed my happiness on wasn't really making me happy. It was like a short-term satisfaction, you know, um, 
so he speaks Alan Watts he speaks about meditation he speaks about he even has a couple guided meditations so you can listen to him and I don't know if you heard his voice man uh, it's just soothing uh, he walks you through it and it is a very a very interesting thing that we look for so many we look okay let me okay alright we look in so many places for the answers that we might already have ourselves. The the fact that we're always looking for a pill, we're looking for uh, some kind of vice that's going to relieve our pain, relieve our stress. Um, but really, it's the things that the human body and the human mind can do for itself and do for you know do for you already free of cost. I think are the things that are getting swept under the rug. I mean, we see that there's a problem with addiction. We see that there's a problem with, um, you know, pharmacies and how people are getting addicted to pain pills and all sorts of different stuff like that. Uh, that we have people that, uh, you know, are alcoholics and people that are, you know, addicted to certain drugs or, 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 you know, there's a lot of things that you can become addicted to. You can really become addicted to anything. But I think that listening to people like Alan Watts, and it's not just him, there's plenty of other uh, people that I would encourage you to check out, but they, they plant these seeds that make you aware and you and you start to look at your actions in your life in a new light, and you start to go, hold up, <laughs> you know, maybe I I I, sh I should reevaluate the way I do this, because it, what what good is it doing me, you know, and and it's just you know we need to we need to do other things than to go to a doctor or sit in a, a church and read the same book of the same stories. We need to. We need to explore other ways to get those answers. And I'm not saying that those are wrong, but just to be the norm, the go-to all the time, I'm, I'm saying that you would be surprised. Um, excuse me. Uh, what you would find when you explore these new ideas and possibilities. But I don't know. There's, it's really hard for me to describe the impact that this man has had on my life. Um, it, and so I guess that's why I've had a lot of <laughs> funny essays, but some anxiety about doing an episode on him, um, because I wanted to do him justice. And it's really hard for me to explain to you with, you know, what he has done other than to go, Hey, look into it yourself. Cause at the end of the day, that's what you're going to have to do. And I really encourage you because a man has wrote over 25 books. Um, I think he's had about 400 lectures. And like I said, you can go type in Alan Watts on YouTube and you're going to see so many different videos with so many different topics. And I'm sure that you'll find one that you can relate to or have some curiosity about. Um, I have a couple of his books like uh, This Is It and Become What, Become what You Are. Um, he has other ones like the book, Wisdom of Insecurity, The Way of Zen. Um, and there's some videos. And I, I'll tell you, like, if, if here's your starter pack for Alan Watts, okay? When you go on YouTube, look for, type in Alan Watts, but look for these videos. It's The Real You, Acceptance of Death, 
what if money was no object and the mind if you listen to no other ones except for those um i i highly encourage you to do that and i would love to hear your feedback and see if uh you know i'm not alone in this um with this impact and and this wisdom that he's he he speaks of um let me see is there anything else i want to discuss with him or about him i really want to get more in depth i'm no expert on this man's life um but his teachings are uh beautiful they're they're very thought-provoking and um you know i love sharing with you the things that i feel like have helped me and that have made a positive impact in my life um so you never know Uh, some of the best things about you know connection and relationships with people is introducing them to things that they may have not stumbled upon on their own and i know a lot of my friends and family have done that for me uh my friend Jackson put me on to a show, uh, My Hero Academia, which is an anime that I'm going to dedicate a whole fucking episode to. And I uh, would love to have uh, a friend or two come on and talk about it. But just, hey, you know, I enjoy this. I think you would enjoy this. And what do you know? I do. And it's it's made me happy. It's, it's doing that. It's just sharing those things. And I encourage you to, to do that with anybody you know. If somebody's going through something, or even if it's just like, yo, I know you would like this musical artist, or you would like this show or this movie, don't don't shove it down their throat or go, oh my god, I can't believe you haven't played or heard or you know, nobody likes that. <laughs> but hey, you know, if you've you know, if you have the time, check this out. I think you would enjoy it. I just want to wrap this one up by I just read a couple of his quotes and I wanted to read a couple out for you guys so you guys would kind of get a feel for what I'm talking about with him. And and by the way, that that was him at the beginning. It was kind of iffy quality on the sound, but you know, what can you do? Uh, It was off my phone, (laughs) but I thought it'd be a good way to start off this episode. And uh, while I'm looking this up, here we go. I hope you guys have had a good week. This is going to be um, one of the two or three episodes I'm going to put out because I know that Drake is releasing an album on the 29th, which is uh, this Friday, and I'm excited about that. That's one of my favorite artists, Say What You Want, and um, so I want to talk about that album. Um, And then, like I said, I really would love to talk about My Hero Academia with y'all. And uh, me and uh, my friend Grant were even discussing how we might split off and make our own little series of shows just dedicated to that that anime. And if you guys have never watched anime, uh, my friend Jackson, who was just in town, uh, we were discussing how, you know, when you tell people about anime, they go, oh, it's just cartoons, it's just fighting. And no, 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 there's an anime for everybody for any kind of person with any kind of interest. I mean, you like horror, boom, you got one. You like, you know, soap opera, you know, love triangle drama, you got one. You like action, you got one. You know, there's just so don't just cut it short. Look into it. There's a lot of different apps out there and services that um, you would be able to explore all different kinds of, of these um, animes. And I really 
highly suggest that you check it out. Like there's VRV or Verve, uh, Crunchyroll, Funimation, stuff like that. And they're pretty cheap. It's kind of like your, uh, your Netflix for anime. And, and pff, I don't know if you notice if you have Netflix, uh, anime is pretty big on there, but, um, all right, but I'm going to say that for next episode. And here are just a couple quotes that I'm going to read off for you guys from Alan Watts to wrap up this episode. And like I said, I really want to do this man justice and talk about him again, hopefully in the near future. Um, but till then, I still wanted to get that out um, today. All right, so here's a quote. All that you see in front of you is how you feel inside your head. Uh, that's really good. Uh, you are the universe experiencing itself, which is something he harps on a lot as far as, you know, he, like in the beginning is talking about, you know, if you could dream any, any life that you could live, you know, eventually you would live, you would dream the life that you're living now, you know, um, he says, man suffers only because he takes seriously what the gods made for fun. That's true. I mean, just life in general, like I've always thought of it as life is simple but we make it complicated you know um the meaning of life is just to be alive it's so plain and so obvious and so simple and yet everybody rushes around in a great panic as if it were necessary to achieve something beyond themselves that's very true uh this is the real secret of life to be completely engaged in what you are doing in the here and now that's important i'm telling you yeah, I, it's, you know, it's in our benefit of human beings to be able to think ahead and, and, and keep memories and learn from our past, but we need to do our, the best of our, to our best of our ability, we need to focus on being in the here and now. Like in my previous episode on social media, when you're around your friends, you know, stay off your phone. Why are you trying to communicate with somebody who's not there in the room and you're sacrificing your attention and time to that person that you're around? So, you know, just try to do your best to be in the here and now. And you, you know, once you start making that attempt, you'll realize like how much you don't do that and how, how many things are encouraging us to, um, be elsewhere than where we are right now. Um, no one is more dangerously insane than one who is sane all the time. <laughs> and uh, the more a thing tends to be permanent, the more it tends to be lifeless. You know, he speaks about things are in constant change. That I'm different now than when I started this episode. That you're different now from when you listened to this episode than when you opened your eyes this morning. When you went to bed last night, everything is constantly changing. People, things, constantly changing. You know, so it is important to try to focus yourself and be completely in the present. And um, I think you will see a difference when you start to. But um, yeah, so I think that's really about it on Alan Watts today. Like I said, I really want to talk about this guy more. And I hope that if you found anything I said about him and his teachings and his wisdom interesting that you explore his, uh, more of his uh, works of and just explore different avenues of wisdom and thoughts and in opinions I, i'm starting to see a trend where there's these there's people who claim to be so open-minded yet are really the most closed-minded people you'll ever meet now they were open-minded to get there but then once they got there they closed the door and that's not right 
You know, we we have to stop putting labels on each other because labels divide, and and that's why we have the issues a lot that we have today. So, you know, I think people like Alan Watson, their you know his teachings are are um, essential for all of us to re-examine our society and our relationships with ourselves, with each other, with our planet and the world. And, um, you know, I hope I was able to plant at least a seed today. Um, and, um, that you'll water this idea and you'll grow and let it grow. All right. But, um, yeah, that would conclude today's episode of wonder soul, which would be episode three. Um, I'm going to have to jump off of this and edit, and then I'm probably going to record the the other one either today or tomorrow, but I would like to get it out before the weekend, especially before that Drake album drops. But um, anyways, guys, this is on, um, there's a YouTube page now. Um, I think it's just under Bearded Buddha, but I might change that to Wonder Soul, but it came with the Podbean hosting site. Um, like... Um, if you like podcasts and you know other people that do, please, I encourage you to uh, share this episode and the other ones uh, with your friends and families. Um, tell them to download Podbean. It's free. Uh, most of my friends who listen to podcasts have Podbean. And, and so you can listen to your Joe Rogans and all your other podcasts. And, and now you can listen to Wonder Soul. But, you know, like I said, I hope you guys had a good week. Hope you guys continue to have a good week. Uh, go like and comment, share, subscribe, all that. You know, you guys know the routine. And um, yeah, I can't wait to talk to you guys again later. So that's it for me. I'm Bearded Buddha. This was Wonder Soul. And I'll talk to you guys later. Mm-hmm.